Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Siloan. It is Friday. The weekend is rapidly upon us. And today we are going to talk about escaping the world of alternate universes. But before we get to these alternate universes, I want to share a little scripture with you from the good book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let us stir up love, my friends, and good works, not anger and dissension. Yesterday, we talked about this idea of a fast from technology and the rat race. Now today, in a conversation with a friend, I was reminded why that is so important. We are rapidly living in a world where people live in alternate universes. I get to see this better than most people. In my work traveling the country, I go to conservative areas of the country, liberal areas of the country, in the middle areas of the country, red, blue, everything in between. I talk to law enforcement, the military, social workers, the mental health community. I have friends, I speak with people that are really liberal, that are really conservative, that are really in the middle. I have a unique opportunity to talk to them, hear what they have to say about politics in the world. And and what I have learned is more and more, and I think it's because of technology and the way we get our information, they live in alternate universes. They communicate with people that believe what they believe. They look at news sources that believe what they believe. Okay. And because of that, they think everything's black and white. It's my way or everybody else is crazy. And when you mainly communicate on social media, or you get your information that way, or you talk to your group and you look at the other group, what happens? We get dispute, we get division, we get confrontation. No, obviously, I've got my point of view. I've got things I believe that I think, man, you got to be crazy to believe that other thing. But you know what I find? When you come together in person, which I'm able to do, that's how I communicate. When I come together in person with other people, you know what I find? It don't matter what your politics are. We got way more in common then we do things that divide us. If you'll just come together and meet and talk, you know, when you put away the noise of the internet and social media, what are you left with? What are you left to talk about? You talk about things that unite us. Friends, family, sports, faith, work, food. You know, just getting through the day. Hey, you got any ideas for losing weight? Hey, you got any ideas for getting in shape? Hey, I got a son or a daughter I don't communicate with. You got any ideas? Hey, my wife and I aren't getting any getting along. You got any ideas? Hey, I'm not sure I like my job. You got any ideas? See, none of that 
None of that is political. It's, it's being human. And see, that's what we have in common. I really believe long term, the biggest ill effect of these COVID lockdowns is that it has restricted us being able to get in person and communicate. And the further danger of all the social media lockdowns, what's the result of that? Man, you think things were divisive before? You know, it's, it's kind of funny because it's really smart people in a bubble only listening to their tribe. When you start saying this certain type of person can't communicate on my platform, what have you just done? You've divided people further. You've made people mistrust you even further. You've create, you, in a sense, have increased and created the thing that you say that you're against. Because when people can't really communicate online and they live in a bubble and they're afraid what to say or what might be used against them, and so they're not honest and they're not transparent. And especially when one side controls all the technology, okay? There, there's, not, there's one point of view in Silicon Valley, let me tell you, and it's the progressive one. That's it. And they think if you're on the other side, you are nuts and uneducated. And even if they are right, that is no way to communicate and that is no way to unite. It's the opposite of that. And then you create that and then people can't get together, you know, in things that used to unite us. I mean, you go to a Purdue football game. You know, for years, my parents had season tickets to Purdue football and we would go. When you go there, what are you united by? That team, that sport. You know, there are people in the stands that have completely political different views than you moral views, views on God, you name it, but it doesn't matter. Well, that's gone, and it's probably going to be gone. Because trust me, there are people that want to divide us. When you want people to believe what you believe by force, here's what you do. You divide them, you isolate them, and then you conquer them. And you see that happening right now. we got to fight any way we can against that. And, you know, what's the best way to fight against it? It's coming together as groups. It's not being part of it. Communicating with people that you think you might not agree with and have a conversation with them. Coming together. Now, in a world of great division, and you might say to yourself, well, you know, I try to talk to the other side, and then when I do, they come at me. You know, a little bit ago, what did I just say? you got to fight for community. Well, somebody who's looking to stir trouble might say, you see, he said fight. He's encouraging violence. Really? Are you stupid? If you said the same thing, what would you mean? See, that's where we're at. It's like this game of gotcha. I'm sick of it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Look what you said. I got, look what this guy said. Well, you said this in this article. About, I mean, come on now. Let's talk about things that matter. Our families, good place to go on a trip. Way to get promoted at, at work. How to communicate better with a spouse. Things that matter and that aren't political and that aren't divisive. Now, how do you begin to do that in a world where it is, in fact, so divisive? And lines of communication are being shut down and people aren't allowed to gather together. Well, here's some good advice from the book of Romans, which might surprise you a little, but I think it's a great way to start. At least I found it to be that way in my life. From Romans chapter 12, verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Oh my goodness. One verse from the Bible written 2,000 years ago and how applicable today. 
I don't usually do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to break that down sentence by sentence. Live in harmony with one another. It's the only way to live, folks. If you can't focus on what you have in common, there is division, and division leads to everything that is bad. Everything. With division, there will be war, there will be violence, there will be disharmony. Now, it's easy to say, but how do you do it? Next sentence. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. You have to have an attitude of a willingness to admit where you might be wrong. That you're not better than that other person. You just have a better point. You might have a different point of view. And associate with the lowly. See, they're not just talking about poor people, even though they are, you know, or, but it's people you look down to. See, when you look at the other side and you don't agree with them and you think they're destroying your country, you look down on them. But that's haughtiness to think that you can't talk to that individual and have a conversation is haughty. You got to try to do it. Now, if they won't communicate with you, if you can't do it, fine. But that really involves some looking in the mirror on your part to make sure you're not the one projecting. Okay? But you have to engage. And I like the word associate. A conversation on Facebook or Twitter is not associating. You don't see a face. You don't see a body. You're not in the same room. You can't say something that you know the other person's not going to like and say it with a little smile that kind of tells them, I know you don't agree with this, but it's okay. Okay, you can't do that. That's not associating. Associating is coming together. It's talking to people. And then in the last sentence, never be wise in your own sight. See, what you believe, what you believe will get better if you get feedback from other people. You'll be able to ferret out the things you think you believe but are really inaccurate. You'll be able to stand on the things more strongly that you believe in and you know are true when you get feedback from people and you realize it doesn't change your mind. Feedback from others, from others, makes us wiser, makes us smarter, makes us better able to get along. So today, I had a long conversation with a friend. And we disagreed on many things, but we kept talking. We kept associating. And by the end, it was very clear we got more in common than we don't. And maybe he sharpened my views, maybe I sharpened his views, but either way, brought us together. We did not leave mad at each other. But it was long. It's a long conversation. When you're just talking in bullet points on Facebook, they're not conversations. They're gotcha sessions, and you usually end them divided. Here's what I would like you to do. you got a weekend coming up. Get together, okay? Whether it is in the spirit of Hebrews 10 that I mentioned earlier, let us not stir up one another. Let's stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is in the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. You got friends and family who are discouraged, who are down right now, who feel isolated. Get with them. Come together. Meet with one another. Encourage each other in love. Talk about the things that unite us. That's one thing you could do this weekend. And here's another thing you could do this weekend. Going to the verse that I just mentioned at the end of the talk, Romans 12. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Talk to someone you don't agree with. Reach out to a friend or someone you got in a fight with on Facebook and say, you know what, I don't want it to be this way. You mind talking on the phone? You mind getting together for coffee? You mind going for a walk in the park? Talk about things you have in common. Forget the politics. Or maybe 
associate with the lowly, you know, a great way to humble yourself, to be able to look in the better, mirror better. Walk up to that homeless person in the street, just have a conversation with them. Go to a shelter where drug addicts are fighting to recover from their disease and say, what can I do to help? Associate with people that you wouldn't have ordinarily associated with and not in the spirit that they're below you and you're there helping them, but in the spirit of, hey, we're humans. We're in this journey together. I want us to help each other. I want us to understand each other. I want us to come together. Or maybe you do both this weekend. Either way, we got a lot of people that live in alternate universes. When the truth of the matter is we live in one. We live in one. We're born, we live, we die. And what we do in between is mainly the choices we make based on the circumstances that we are put in. And if we will only come together and associate with each other, even those we don't agree with, in a human way, talking about the things that unite us, that's how we make that trip better. That's how we find hope. That's how we see love and good in each other, not you believe the wrong thing, you got the wrong politics, you're out to get me. It's the only way. It's the only way that you, on a day-to-day level, will get through this full of love, full of hope, being the person you're supposed to be. We all can be darkened by hate. We all can be darkened by division. We all can be darkened by pointing fingers, even when we're right, even when we're right. In fact, one might argue when we're right, we're in the most dangerous place because it's the easiest to point the finger at the other person. So come together this weekend, my friends, in love and in good works, even with people you don't like or you see below you. And I will be with you again on Monday. So until then, you better aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter, those things that unite us, those things that transcend and beyond and are far better than politics and division and social media. I'm Silouan. As always, it is awesome to be with you. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.